Super necessary. God, Eric, my God! Unbelievable! Just like that! Come and done! You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! You can't say much other than wow. Hey, mate, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, well, we've got you, mate. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, good, mate. You? Yeah, all good, mate. Thank you for joining us. Um, right, let's let's jump right into it. So, as you can see, everybody, we're now joined by you. And is it is it Davis or Davies? Uh, Davis. Davis. Okay. Yes. You 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 were wrong. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd, 50p. I'd, 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 I'd uh, pronounce from a, a commentator, so. You know, <laughs> yeah. All right, Tom Daly said that it's pronounced Yayan. Is that right? Yeah, Yayan. Yeah, don't right. worry, mate. I've had all sorts. I've been called Luan, Yen, Ian. <laughs> um, I imagine it'll continue to happen as well for the foreseeable. Fair enough. No, we we like to be uh, correct with our names on here. So, yeah. uh, thanks for the correction, Tom. Appreciate it. Um, so for. Anyone we've never had on before, the first thing we normally start with is um, how you got your start in combat sports. Um, uh, yeah, sort of before I went in the uh, in the army, really, I was I'd done like karate as a kid, nothing like mad, just like dabbling in it, mate. And then uh, I started doing mixed martial arts before I joined the army. Then I joined the military, um, was still training and that then. And then when I weren't like going away on exercises and stuff, then I'd try and get fights in um, here and there. Um, and then it just got to the point where it was getting a little bit more difficult to sort of facilitate. Um, and then I ended up leaving so that I could sort of pursue it um, like full time, really. And then I'm here now. Yeah. You mentioned there about. <clears throat> Being in the military and that, have you took anything from your time with that and brought it over to, to MMA? Because I'll probably want the big ones, discipline in it, but have you took any any other bits from it? For, uh, yeah, just, um, you know what, mate? Just There's been loads of lessons, really, that I've learned. Um, you have to graft to, to get where you want to be, um, especially, like, joining the parachute regiment. It's no, like, easy feat. Um so I, I just I've took I took loads from it really like from sort of a the more like uh, mental side of things and just knowing how much I can put myself in the hurt locker really and get on the pain train and hold on. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of good lessons I guess to learn from all all stuff like that. Do you find your your MMA training in comparison is easier than? Like the stuff you were doing in the army, or is it difficult to compare them? Uh, I'd, sometimes it can be difficult to compare them, but then some sessions and that you will have where you're just grafting as much. It is very different, um, but of course, like I find if you're working hard at the end of the day, if you're exerting physically and mentally, you're exerting no matter what you're doing, um, and you'll get pushed 
doing this just as much as you would any other activity, really. It's just they're different, but then sometimes they cross over. So um, I think that that's one of the big lessons for me is just knowing where I can put myself um, and how much, like I say, I can hold on to the pain train. So obviously with, with yourself, you, you train out of Black Edge. Um, what's it been like learning from a legend in, in Tom? Oh, unreal, mate. Uh, I had my like, first fight with Tom in like 2017. Um, and then like ever since, it's just like come on loads and loads. And I was fortunate enough, really, like with me first coach that I uh, started with, Ian Williams back in Wrexham, he just said to Tom, like, can you sort of look after Yeah, because you'd be able to do a lot more with him than I will. So I'm always grateful for that. And uh, since I've been put under Tom, um, oh, man, I've just, just come on like leaps and bounds, especially with the training partners that I've got, like, like Andy Clamp, James Lewis, Alex Dykes, just loads and loads of black ledge. Um, if I could just like compete with the person that I first started out with or just previous fights, just the amount they're improving every time is is ridiculous. And like you say, Tom's a legend in in coaching and like fighting, just being around the whole mixed martial arts circuit. So I'm in good hands and I yeah. know what we're capable of doing. Yeah. He's a very big man as well. <laughs> Yeah, at the shows, he's very big one. I am one person you do not want on top of you. Trust me. <laughs> Can imagine, yeah, because you know, must be difficult to shift like. <laughs> um, so you've gone seven years unbeaten since your last lot, which ironically enough was on Cage Warriors back in two thousand sixteen. Um. Was that a defining moment for you, for your career? Do you think learning from that experience? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I take nothing as as cliche as it sounds. It's that old saying of like you kind of win or you learn. And I did learn like an exceptional amount of uh, of stuff from that fight. Like I took it literally two weeks notice against someone who was far more experienced than me went the distance, didn't get finished. And then that all that fight almost put me under Tom anyway. So it was like probably meant to have happened that way in my life. So I wouldn't change anything about it. Um it it was meant it was meant to happen like that. I truly yeah. believe that. You and Tom were always meant to cross paths. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I was gonna ask because obviously you'd joined in 2017. So I was going to ask you if that was a result of that loss, like how you saw it to come come across him, but yeah, yeah, he was at, he was at the show at the time, um, and he was at the back. The James Lewis was fighting on that card at the time, and uh, yeah, I just met him, and then my old coach Ian uh, Williams already knew Tom anyway, um, so it kind of just like fell into place after that, really. Like I said, there was nothing really other than me just being new to competing and that. Um, like it, it was, yeah, it was just it, it just fell perfectly. Like it was just literally purely meant to happen like that. Yeah, yeah. Stars aligned, or stuff yeah, like that. 100%. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so obviously, this is your first fight back in Cage Warriors since since that loss. How different? 
uh, are you now compared to the one that we had seen in Cage Warriors during that loss? What like how am I different? Yeah, how, like how much have you have you changed even as as a person? Like how much has the growth been since that that point? Oh, uh, massive. Um, I don't know if you've if you've ever been around like Tom and any of the team for for a bit of time. Um, it's hard like not to change hmm. uh, in a positive way. Like nothing's ever forced upon you, but you spend that much time in that environment. Um, your outlook, like not only on fighting, but like life changes. Um, so like my whole mentality, my abilities, everything is like far greater than it was back back in 2017 or 16, whenever that fight was. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so obviously the fight in Cage Warriors, obviously being shown on UFC Fight Pass as well. Are you hoping to go in against Dechdeen and, and make the biggest statement of your career? 100% I'm going in. I always look for the finish. Um, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the judges. Um, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not going to come in and I'm not going to rush anything. I'm, I'll take my time and I'll, I'll take all that, that experience and that being under them bright lights in. Um, but if the finish is there, you can guarantee I'm going to be hunting for it. Yeah. With, with, with all, all the change and growth that you went through, does this feel different? Even though you've been in, in K-Joys before, does this feel different for you in a way? Yeah, I just feel um, just feel better prepared. I just feel a better version of myself. Mm. So it's just, it's going to be good. I can't wait. Yeah. What, what do you make of him? Of Dech as as an opponent, and for you, is he is he your toughest toughest fight to date? Uh, yeah, I think he's he's a good opponent. He's game. Um, he's 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 a fight, isn't he? That's like he's going to be as game as me. Um, mm. but there's only going to be one person working out, uh, walking out there with a the win. Yeah. That's Where are you it. expecting him to t- try and take the fight? Are you expecting a stand up or? Uh, I think he's predominantly a stand-up striker. Sorry, a stand-up guy. I mean, a stand-up guy, but I don't know, maybe under pressure he might shoot. I don't know. He might look to go in grapple exchanges. Who knows? That's the thing about the sport, and you just don't know. Yeah. If yeah. you can plan and you can prepare as much as you, much as you want, but things change. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um late last year you were scheduled to fight uh Billy Buchel, I believe. That was obviously the fight didn't go ahead. How, how much of a setback was that so late in the year? Uh yeah, it was an absolute nightmare to be honest. Um it weren't ideal at all, but my management uh luckily at HD managed to sort this um the Cage Warriors deal out with so even though that was an absolute stinker of a time, within like a few days, Carl at HD Fight Management had sorted out um, or had got this contract offer from Cage Warrior. So again, things sort of fell into place, which I was happy about because obviously I was a bit, a bit frustrated now after that that yeah. whole fight fell uh, fell through. But again, it was out of my control. Um, like we'd done as much as we could, but we just couldn't get like a decent replacement. How good have HD been for yourself since you joined up with them? Outrageous, absolutely outrageous. Um, everything that I would like would have wanted um, in management, 
they've like gone above and beyond that. And I know uh, if they weren't sort of worth um, going to, Tom would have never like recommended them. Like, because Tom's obviously not daft. He's been around um, the whole MMA scene for a while. He doesn't suffer falls and he knew that going to HD was was the right move. Yeah. Signing to HD. With obviously with, with Cage Warriors, that's obviously on, on UFC Fight Pass. When you were scheduled to fight in December, that was going to be, I think, FCC's first time on Fight Pass. Had you already are you basically already prepared mentally for being on that bigger stage? Yeah. Um to, to, to be honest with you, like being on FCC, it, it was good getting like knowing that it was going to be streamed on Fight Pass, but I was never doing it for that. Yeah, I, was yeah. doing, I just wanted to fight. Um, Cage Warriors is the right, um, like obviously that's getting shown on Fight Pass, but the tendency is with like a show like Cage Warriors is if someone does pull out, that there's more likely people to step up because of the platform. Uh, whereas yeah. that was the issue with what happened in December. Like there was no no decent replacement. Um whereas like Cage Warriors, it's obviously things can still happen, don't get me wrong. People get injured and they just can't find people on a week's notice. And that that's fair enough. But like I said, people are more likely to step up in Cage Warriors if anything is to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think they they probably look at it the success in how many fighters have gone on to the UFC directly from them. And that, I think that's probably a big part. And I think, you know, I'll step in, show notice, make a statement and get noticed. So um, hopefully, you know, no more setbacks for you moving forward. Yeah, it's it's life though, when it happens. It's never a straight line. So I'm fully prepared um, for, there's always going to be barriers of some sort. Yeah. Are you, you're probably like alluded to this before, but your first two fights as a pro both finished in the first round do you like sort of see the same happening come come fight night um you know what who knows um if it's there that i'm obviously gonna like jump on the opportunity but nothing will be forced from my end i'm looking to get cage time in but if the finish is there then we're obviously going to look for the finish um i have no no thing of like yeah i want to i want to desperately get the finish in this way um because i know i'm i'm well-rounded so i can get the finish in genuinely any area um so i'm not like hanging out to get the finish in a certain way i just know that i'm well-rounded so if there's going to be a finish there then i'm going to be looking for it but I'm not going to be forcing anything, and because um, no need to. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you feel that can be a, a pitfall sometimes with fighters when the finishing fights first rounds, you know, builds up and that's happening? Do, yeah. Do you feel that can be a pitfall sometimes because then yeah, as you say, looking for it and staying in the pocket too much, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Um, just another thing as well. Like for me, I want um, like cage time is good. It's mm. like. It, that obviously 15 minutes or whatever is the only time um you, you're gonna get it in that in that scenario obviously you can spar you can do all your your simulations as close to a fight 
but that is the real fight at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Like I say, I don't want to necessarily go to the judges, but the more time in there, the better, because it's it's given me experience. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> so with the fight being cancelled last year, I think you only end up having one fight last year. Are you hoping to be a lot more active this year? Yeah, the the plan is uh, all being well. I want I want to get four in before October, so pretty active like start to the year really. Yeah, will yeah, will, will that be with with Cage Warriors? Yeah, so I got a, I got a multi fight uh, a multi fight deal with them, so yeah, that'll be all under Cage Warriors. Do you any uh, any events that you're eyeing up to to try get on? Um, there was. So obviously I've got the Manchester one, then there was one in London, one in Dublin, and then again in Manchester. Like say, all being well, that'd be good. But I know they've not released the, uh, or they hadn't done when I last looked, the dates for Paris. Yeah. But I'm all for going abroad as well. Yeah, yeah they've got the uh, Rome cards as well coming up after yeah. as well. So. Yeah, I've seen a few fight announced for that. Yeah, Like I say, that's just what I've looked at roughly. Bit of gaps in between and stuff. Um, which would work well. But again, you can have the best plan in the world, can't you? Yeah. yeah. But that's it. We're cage warriors because they do have so many shows and they're in so many different markets. Now, The if you want to be active in the year or going well, you can be, can't you? So it, it's yeah, perfect for you. Yeah. Cool. Um, so to finish it off, then we uh, just got a few little fun questions to help people get to know you a bit better. Um. So they're simple questions, they're easy, but they always get people thinking. Um, first one then is it what's your favorite film? Favorite film? Yeah, yeah. Oh, on the spot, I'm gonna have to go Batman the Dark Knight. Nice, nice. That's a good one. I like it. Favorite Batman. Um <clears throat> what's your your favorite TV show? Oh, TV show. Not an easy question. <laughs> Too many as well, isn't it? <laughs> um, oh, I'm just going to go Prison Break. Oh, love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> You're a big fan of that um, one, aren't you? Yeah, massively. Um, <laughs> Favourite band or musician? Linkin Park. Nice, nice. Nice, old school again. Um, a random fact about yourself. Random fact about myself. It's a pretty shit one. I've got size 10 feet. <laughs> you got which? Size 10 feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve? Oh. Um. Oh. <sighs> Biggest pet peeve? Probably uh, people that lie, hate liars. What what, what annoys you about it? I'll let you go off on a little rant if you want. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> just, just be honest. Just don't be a bullshitter. Yeah. Like just, just have a bit of a like backbone. But yeah. I don't know why it just just grips me. Just don't be a turd. 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. You, you end up getting they get caught up in the lads as well, and then you know you yeah, fall yeah. out, don't you? So they believe it. They like yeah. fall down. They go down a circle. Actually, believe in their own lives. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> um, next one then. Do you have a hidden talent? Hidden talent. Um, I'm exceptional on COD. Not a lie, I'm not really. I just like getting <laughs> in. Um, uh, not really. Uh, nah. No. I've not really got any good talents, to be honest. Uh, we'll, put, we'll put this down as a talent. Jay Rimmer uh, has commented that you're a future UFC champ, so... Hey, I like that. Your, I'm all for that. Talent, hey? Yes, Rimmer. <laughs> with um, with the mention of cards, do you do you play games? Do you stream and that? Uh, I don't stream. I'm not that keen. Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I I like it. Do you know what? It's one that seems to be one of the only things that takes my mind off thinking about training, which sounds proper pesty. But uh, yeah, I'm just a bit of a like. I just think about obviously training like quite a bit. So it's like one of the only things that takes my mind off thinking about training. Yeah. So yeah. Like, especially like on a bit of a rest day and I, I tend to prioritize a bit of, bit of gaming, bit of COD. Yeah. Yeah. To try and switch off from thinking about fighting or training and. Yeah. It's needed, uh, isn't it? Yeah. 100%. Just burn yourself out of wise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another comment, Ryan Blazard, just uh, agreeing with Jay, indeed the future UFC champ. Oh, yes, Blazard, go on. <laughs> um, okay, next one then. Um, what's your go-to takeaway order? At the moment, it's going to be a Thai. And if you want to know the dish, it's a chicken massaman. Oh. <laughs> or a beef massaman. Depends which what I'm fancying, but it's a Thai dish. No, no one does. I was with Thai before, I've eaten yeah, first. No, so. no. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Tom says that you're a class singer, Tom Dirty. Of that, you know, he, you know what, he's actually he's a proper like musician, whereas I am fucking awful at singing. As he heard you singing, then oh, yeah, and like he used to he used to be in the army with me, so he's definitely heard me singing in the showers. And that. <laughs> what, what's your little favorite to belt out on the showers? Bit of, bit of Adele, mate, yeah, <laughs> love it. Nice. So, when are you when are you and Tom starting the band then? If he's the musician, you're the singer. Um, whenever he wants, mate. Just a day. He's doing a bit anyway in Sheffield and that. He's got you want if you, like uh, some gigs and that remote sounds worth mm. having a look. So Tom's doing a bit there, but it's like more of like uh, I think like DJ sets and that. But he's already on that. So if he wants me to sing on one of them, he just needs to ask me, mate. <laughs> as long as it's a Del. Maybe maybe it's going to happen after this uh, podcast. <laughs> we, we, we've made it happen. It may have know. just aligned. <laughs> so every, everything's meant to happen for a reason. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> just just do it after you're winning yeah. um, on the fifteenth. It can be your Tyson Fury moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, next one then. Yeah, who would who would play you in a movie of your life? Say that one again, sorry. Uh, who would play you like an actor in the movie of your life? Um ooh. Should, go, should I go Daniel Craig? Nice. Oh, nice. nice. Bring yeah, solid bonds, weren't he? Suave, sophisticated. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> can be and, sometimes and when he needs to we can throw some hands 
and any uh, comments that say say something different? <laughs> Some look. No, not at the now. minute. No. <laughs> no, we're, we're safe for now. I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, last one then for you, mate. Um, if you could choose any superpower, what would you choose? Ooh, I'd probably go with flying. You know, if you could just fly, I'd love to fly. Yeah, yeah, I know that's the uh, go-to one normally. Yeah, flying. just traffic and that kills yeah. me. Yeah, that's, that's a pet peeve. Up, that's well. why I moved up to Wigan because I was sick of commuting. Well, <laughs> Horwich, the M6 ripped me off. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a, that's a pet peeve as well in the traffic. Yeah, mm. yeah, we can, we can all agree with that one. <laughs> Not on worse. Not on worse. Um, but yeah, no more comments at the minute. But um. Yeah, that was everything we had for you, mate. Again, appreciate your time. Really appreciate it. Hey, no, it. thanks for having me on. Anytime. Um, Sorry it took me so long to get back to you. <laughs> hey, no worries. That's, uh, you know, part of the life for you, isn't it? You're not always yeah. uh, going to be checking your, your Instagram and stuff like that for these type of things. So I'm just glad we could get it sorted with you, mate. Yeah, appreciate it, mate. Um, but yeah, we'll be rooting for you on the 15th and best of luck. Yeah, so, mate. Um, yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. No thank problem. you, mate. Big performance inbound. Definitely, yep. definitely. Absolutely, can't wait. Uh, as everyone says, future UFC champ. So there you go. Hey, happy with that. Good right, stuff. Thank man. you very much, mate. Take, Take care, mate. See you later. See you, mate. Ta- See you, mate. super necessary. Go now.